This is Pure Decking, show number 552 for Thursday, February the 15th, 1989. This is the show about stuff that interests me, like information security, rigging the game, and asking the eternal question, did the engine magically fix itself, or did the, did the check engine light break too? Tonight, we have an are you? Hello. What's going on, are you? I like that joke, it's good. It's a good one. It does kind of make you wonder, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know, you didn't check engine lights on, you know, everything's a little funky. Suddenly it goes off. Eh. It was a good day. Just say that. You're lucky. <laughs> it turned off. Be, be like, you know, that great feeling when they say they've been, you know, at the airport where they say the plane was delayed due to a change of equipment. <laughs> Yeah, can I can I ask which part was changed? <laughs> they never let you know. Uh, no, no, we don't tell that information. <laughs> what for? Panic mainly. <laughs> it's like what part was okay. was uh, broken? Oh, it was just just a little light above the cabin. Yeah, you know, we just had to switch. You know, fix a little f electrical the, fuse. Yeah, bull. The one that said check engine. Yeah, that was the light that was broken. <laughs> Well, we had to go from from yellow alert to red alert, but you know it did mean changing the bulb. So, bulb. <laughs> uh, Red Dwarf, what a classic episode! That was a great show. Oh. All right, it does mean changing the bulb. So, I guess the one we'd start with tonight. This is interesting, at least a, li in a little bit. It's from CNN. Only real people can patent inventions, not AI. This government says, and I've got I've got a take on this that I think's a little bit different. So, okay, it, um, you know, so the article here: artificial intelligence promises to supercharge scientific research and entrepreneurial innovation, helping researchers and inventors make new discoveries and creations. Yeah, sure, try to pump up that suck a little bit more, there, buddy. Um, but how will the patent protections apply to inventions made with the help of AI tools, particularly generative AI? Okay, anybody who understands how generative AI works, it's not going to invent anything. It's a calculator. It will help you sort data faster and potentially help draw some insights from the data. But it's not going to spontaneously invent anything. Uh, anyways, back to the article. For the first time, the U.S. government has provided an answer, one that will shape how from everyone from large business to home tinkers alike can apply for intellectual property protections. The de decision could influence the future of billions of dollars in investments and subtly guide how artificial intelligence is marketed and used. On Tuesday, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office said that to obtain a patent, a real person must have made a, quote, significant contribution, unquote, to the invention and that only a human being can be named as the inventor on a patent. The official guidance published this week uh, provides a boost to innovators 
by reassuring them that their inventions involving AI can be patented while continuing to enshrine human creativity, ingenuity, blah, 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 blah. Uh, guidelines reflect Biden's administration's swift moves to get ahead of artificial intelligence issues. About three years late there, buddy. Um, executive order last fall, White House directed patent office to issue its inventorship guidelines by the end of February. Oh, well, you almost missed it by a week. Uh, let's see. Precisely what constitutes a significant contribution is a little bit fuzzy and case-specific, and how much of the guidelines' work will necessarily be figured out in real time as they are applied and in, perhaps in some situations debated in court. Quote, the challenge will be in implementing the guidance, unquote, said Jamie Nes- Nefziger, an attorney at the law firm Dorsey & Whitney. Quote, how sophisticated of a prompt will be required for a given invention in connection with training an AI system? What level of planning will be required? Patent examiners will surely have some interesting challenges ahead, unquote. So the article goes on, but I don't particularly feel like reading all of the CNN fluff. The big thing is that the patent office said a human has to patent things. It cannot be, you know, it has, it can't just be AI. They didn't say you can't use AI. They just said that the you know, human had to be named as the inventor and they had to have made a significant contribution. I think this is a good thing. Not, not because I suspect AI is going to be inventing anything anytime soon, because as I joked about while reading the article, AI doesn't invent things. It just guesses the next word in the case of the chat bots. And in the case of picture recognitions, it's chains of classifiers. So, whereas, yes, it could be a very useful tool for crunching through large amounts of data and trying to draw insight from it, and you can even have it interact with you conversationally for fun, uh, I don't think AI is going to be inventing anything anytime soon. But... Well, AI doesn't have any wants. AI doesn't want anything. Yeah, it, it just does what it's told. Yeah, AI doesn't want or need anything. Therefore, it has no drive or motivation to do anything. It's, it's not sentient. No, that's what I mean. It, it well, has... The, the word is sentient. It has nothing, I'll get it right. It has nothing that humans require. Like, it doesn't... It's not a human. The only reason we invent or create or do anything to make our lives better is we want something or we need something. There's the, no other motivation apart from that. The reason I like this is because it means... A human name has to be attached to a patent. This means that you can't have, we'll pick on somebody, the Microsoft Corporation say, our AI invented these things and we are patenting these things that our AI invented and the owner is Microsoft. It has to be owned by a human. Now, yeah. Does that mean the human's not going to immediately turn around and sell that patent to Microsoft? No, of course not. And if they worked for Microsoft when they got it, they got it under corporate guidelines. But it's still tied to a person versus the corporation. This is not on the top of my worry list. Oh, it's not on the top of mine either, but they put the guidance out there. So, you know, got me thinking about it. Yeah. If you really, and this is going to be a little off topic, but same thing with uh, patenting stuff. Um, Bean splicing in humans right now, huge. And uh, 
our Western sense of morality is not sitting on any other country who's doing this. Let's just say that. No, no argument there. And uh, we're not going to get left behind, so we're, we're about to dump morality out the window and just go for it. I, I totally can see that. I totally believe that. Yeah, so that, that I would rather see legislation like... But what are you gonna do, man? Yeah, okay, we're not gonna make uh, hybridized babies, but uh, Bulgaria is gonna do it. Okay. Well, it does mean they'll stop. But once the race begins, it's it's already the genie's out of the bottle. Well, you'll get some great. You're cyber- gonna have to join in or fail. You, you'll get some of those great cyberpunk stories about you know countries that are havens for doing that kind of genetic work and you know outlaw street level bullshit i mean i don't know but uh you're you're right of course i mean you know we may not get it in the public sector but you think the government's not gonna be sitting there doing it (laughs) um there's rumors that china already have um they did jail a guy in 2016 for uh, producing a child with uh uh edited genes that can't get aids i think we even covered that story if we did that, probably that sounds more like an IHN thing than a decking thing. Yeah, we still made. We covered. probably did cover it. Um, the, and I've just been watching some of the stuff slide through the Senate that no one's talking about because everyone's talking about you know fucking bumbly Biden. But uh, yeah, lifting a few of the uh, regulations around uh, gene splicing for humans. So, not long now, baby. <laughs> I mean, I could see it. Totally see it. I mean, what, as you, you nailed it right there, AI is not going to be creating anything. It, it's a helping tool. That's about it. Sure, but it um, would give corporations an excuse to say, no, no, this is owned by the company, not by the person who invented it. And so it's just one less. How dark do you want to go? Uh, well, we've played that game, and we don't have Madman here, because he usually wins it. (laughs) It's already that way anyway. You know, do you think the inventor of whatever fucking something for McDonald's ever sees a a cent of what he invented? No, he worked for the corporation of McDonald's, therefore his creation is part of the corporate structure of McDonald's. Even when he leaves, he gets nothing. We're already there. This is just, um, okay, we're just going to slap Bill's name on the fucking patent, but at the end of the day, it stays property of Microsoft. True, but you at least have a name on the patent that you can go back to. Uh, uh, We're just lying to ourselves, aren't we? Well, we've been doing that for years. I know, but we've got to stop doing it. That Microsoft... You know, Ted invented it, but fucking Microsoft keeps it. Oh, but Ted's name's on it, so at least, uh, yeah, everything's... No, it's it's still Microsoft's. No, it means Microsoft has to put, put something on paper saying how they acquired it from Ted. Well, Ted was under their employment at the time. He well, had yeah. a contract. That anything you invented here at Microsoft becomes property of Microsoft if uh, Ted ever leaves. Oh, dude. And you... we give... Um... I've seen those contracts. Yeah, I was going to say, you've got to watch out for some of those employment contracts. Um, I've seen a few turn around and bite people in the butt 
where um, they don't say anything written for the company or anything written at work. They say anything you write while employed as a programmer at this company we own. Well, let's just say I've got some little bit of on the ground experience with this in the last four years of creating something and then having it, uh, no, 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 you don't own that. You cannot use it. It is all ours. But I, I fucking built it. No, no, that's ours because you're under a contract. Anything you make is ours. Fuck. Did a red shit closer. But, Hell, half the time they'll take it and say it's theirs, even if they don't have a legal right to it. It's like, sue us. Well, we know we, we've got more money than you. Go ahead, sue us. <laughs> I mean, the only people that helps is uh, those who are patenting their own shit out of their garage. You know what I mean? Well, hopefully that, it encourages more what, of that. I think we're going to go back to the garage very soon, my friend. Well, I've got a garage. Whoa. Is that you? Is that I did you uh either my audio just went completely fucky or yours did. Oh. Uh, I'm looking I'm pretty good on this end. Uh it was cutting in and out rather badly. Well that works. So Either way, we got a glitch. Yeah, got it. Definitely got a glitch. <laughs> we can go back, hit the recording, see who sounded worse. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's free. You know, complain all you want. The show is still free. And get your money um, back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, wrapping that story up, Morphs. I think it's just a problem that uh, didn't need to be solved. And that's the real answer, because like I said, AI's not inventing shit. <laughs> so. Uh, next article is also about a lawsuit, because the previous one is probably going to be spawning them. Uh, this one is uh, about a lawsuit. It's from theregister.com. When Netflix launched its ad-supported tier in November of 2022, it tried to tempt viewers in with discounted rates, hoping to win new consumers and sell their eyeballs to ad-slingers. But Amazon Prime it went a different route. Amazon simply shot over an, an email in December of 2023, giving subscri subscribers a heads-up that it would start showing ads on Prime Video early this year. So uh, I can confirm I have started seeing ads on uh, Prime Video. I went back and was watching some Stargate, and uh, yeah, about a week ago, just uh, ads started showing up. I hadn't even paid any attention to the email about, I, I went back and found it, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, they emailed us back in December, so you had about a month to, <laughs> it was late December. Yeah, you had about a month to do anything about it. Um, you, know, you know, pray we don't alter the deal any further. Um, oh, they will. Of course they, they will. will. Of course they will. <laughs> Uh, but would start showing ads on Prime Video, giving users the ad, the option of going ad-free for an additional $3 a month. Uh, yeah, so rather than having the balls to just raise the cost of a Prime subscription by $36 a year, which is what they really wanted to do, they're going to start annoying you with these really obnoxious TurboTax ads. And it is, it's like the same three TurboTax ads over and over again. 
and it's just like, wow, this sucks. <laughs> well, that and uh, DraftKings. It was, pl- it was playing the sports betting ads for a little while there. And it's just like... Hey, I just unsubscribe, Mops. Yeah, I think that's what's probably what's going to happen. Because uh, it really is obnoxious to have it doing that. Like, I was just oh, trying to paid- finish out what I was watching, but no. You paid for no ads. And then they just come along, oh, by the way, uh, see this gun? Yeah, it's to your head. Three bucks or watch ads, motherfucker. It's like, yeah, we know what you paid for, but instead we're going to you know, bend you over and stick this uh, cactus straight up your... Anyways. Um... Yeah. Like... These companies, man. Especially ads. Like, we cut the cable. We don't want ads. It's one of the reasons everybody quit watching TV is because... Half the damn show was ads. And then they'd have placed ads in the show. Now the streaming services are starting to do it. And their boards are saying, well, we have to do it. We're just leaving money on the table if we don't. But it's like, yeah, but you're going to run your subscriber base off. The only thing Prime has going for it is that most people didn't subscribe to Prime for video. They subscribed to Prime to buy cheap Chinese shit on Amazon. Yeah. In, um, I've had to switch over to, like, I watch a bit of the uh, Fox lineup of an evening, and usually the the ads are cut out, but yep. uh, lately they've been leaving them in, and oh my god, I can't skip through them fucking fast enough. Yeah, they're pretty bad uh, on Fox. Everything's brought to you by Pfizer. Everything is like well, that. In the my you have guy. like. Itchy fucking elder elbow syndrome. Here, go to, go to your doctor and ask for this. Uh, be warning. Uh, one of the ones, one of the the, the vitamin, was, the, um, the vegetable pills. No, no, this was like a, a proper Pfizer product, but uh, and it was for something really minute that is just slight irritation. But if you take it, uh, it could could cause a life threatening skin fungal disease. Wait, what the fuck? How can you even bring that to market if that's one of the side effects? Our primary target is our primary demographic for this is people who are going to die anyways. Um, it seems like it, man. It's just terrifying. But there's always these old people frolicking with their grandkids in this backyard that you know half people couldn't fucking afford anyway. But, well, whenever I go home visit the parents, of course. <laughs> Fox News is always on. <laughs> you see some of that shit, and it's just like, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really bad. I mean, it's it's obnoxious. So, uh, anyways, uh, back to the article here. But a lawsuit filed this week claims the move was deceptive, unfair, and contrary to plaintiff and cast class members' reasonable expectations. And I agree because they just fucking did it. There was no warning; they just did it. Um, according to the would-be class action suit filed by California and Amazon Prime subscriber William uh, Wilbert Napoleon in a Washington state earlier this week. So somebody from California went to Washington state to file this lawsuit. I thought California had the, some of the strongest consumer protection in, in Amazon, like headquartered out of there. Or did they move to Texas? I, don't know I think they of, moved they to moved. Texas. Yeah. yeah right. You'd have to double check me on that one, but... Uh... Um, 
You know, he and fellow media streaming fans were asked to pay extra to get something they already paid for uh, to prevent the addition of ads. The suit alleges a breach of contract and various consumer protection laws. It also contends the move, quote, harms both consumers and honest competition, unquote, coming after Prime for years, uh, coming after Prime for years promoted itself as a commercial free service. Uh, the, the proposed class would include a, the subset of folks in the United States who bought an Amazon Prime subscription before December 28th, 2023. Oh, that would be most of them, I imagine. <laughs> uh, the case states, quote, to stream movies and TV shows without ads, Amazon must now, Amazon customers must now pay an additional $2.99 per month. This is true even for people who purchased the yearly ad-free subscription and who are now midway through their subscription. This is not fair because these subscribers already paid for the ad-free version. These subscribers should not have to pay an additional $2.99 a month for something they already paid for. Unquote. According to Amazon Prime's terms and conditions, it can, quote, make changes to the membership fee, unquote, at its own, quote, reasonable discretion and according to material justified as well as objective criteria, unquote. Well, why bother with all the fancy language? Just say we can do what we want. Oh, they're saying Amazon is in Washington. That's why they followed it there. Thank you, Sakros. Um, yeah, and and, and customers the annual Amazon Prime membership can quote switch to a monthly Amazon Prime membership anytime. <laughs> Pray I do not alter the deal any further. Um, a previous lawsuit filed against Amazon 2022 covered similar ground, claiming the retail giant promised Prime free delivery from Whole Foods after it acquired the company, but later in 2021 charged it a 9.959 delivery fee. Amazon recently filed a motion to dismiss the suit, saying Prime terms gives the gives Amazon sole discretion to add or remove Prime benefits. With the court previously agreeing, Amazon quote had contractual authority to suspend unquote quote any. Benefits of Prime membership, including free delivery and two-hour delivery, unquote. Now, other than bashing on Amazon, which is always fun, the reason I wanted to cover this one is because if the court holds that because the terms and conditions say that Amazon can change anything they want about the fee or the service whenever they want, um... Well, it, it just means all consumer protections are out the window. Which, like you just said about the whole AI when we were talking about corporations, things they largely already are. But it, it means the courts are going to uphold it and say, oh, no, no, they put in their terms of service that, uh, you know, they can do what they want. You know, they don't actually have to provide you what you paid for because the terms of concern uh, and conditions say they don't. Every other fucking online service is going to have similar language, assuming they already don't. So if this if this is upheld, uh it basically means any subscription agreement you're, you're just kind of hoping you get what you pay for. Now, am I overreacting because Amazon's tacking a three dollar fee to take the ads away? A little bit, but not really, because I'm just I'm just looking at what's the two steps out from this. Because well, Every other service is going to, huh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they go three bucks. Uh, what is it? Netflix will go, th go three fifty. Well, and Amazon Prime. Most people don't pay for it monthly; they pay for it yearly. So, 
if you go to cancel it, well, you're not going to get a refund. You'll just have the subscription until the time would have ran out. They they won't give you your money back. Yeah. You know, once you have the customer's money, never, ever give it back to them. No, or make it impossible to. Yeah. Although, I will say, nah, no, I won't. Never mind. I was going to say, I've been, I, I had a company I was dealing with that uh, actually wasn't too bad on the whole canceling your subscription thing. But the more I thought about it, the more it's because I got the timing right than anything. But it's, I don't want to, I don't want to get into, I don't, I changed my mind. I was going to say fine. it was all right because I could cancel the subscription just right there in the app. I, it was buried in the menus, but it was there. It wasn't a contact customer service and listen to us rant at you for half an hour about why you're a bad person for canceling your service. But, uh, that they, they operate a couple of weeks out. So if I hadn't, uh, done it when i did it i would have gotten charged again yeah you you just in that lucky zone yeah yeah fair enough so but at least at least it wasn't too bad to actually cancel it because you could um you know a lot of services to cancel it it's like you have to send us registered mail that must arrive sealed with the sign of zardon uh you know under the third blood moon you know, and must contain a werewolf's tear or some other bullshit. During the equinox. Mm-hmm. Except, except for during that eclipse. Now, during the eclipse, you have to include a different... <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're ridiculous. It's easier to cancel your credit card than it is to <laughs> you know, actually cancel the subscription to some of these things. By so registered messenger next? pigeon. Yeah, I agree, Sekros. I see you've tried to cancel a gym membership as well. <laughs> Haven't we all made that mistake? So. Actually, no, it wasn't. In my case, it wasn't a gym membership. It was fucking Vivint. You want a home security company to never fucking deal with? Vivint. Which is sad because the actual service they provide is fine. It's just their billing was god awful. Absolutely fucking horrendous. And then, so after I had all the problems with them, my sister had an account with them. And uh, when she canceled her subscription, they just kept billing her. Yeah. She's been fighting with them for a long time because um, she said for some reason, I don't know all the details, but something about the bank basically let them keep billing even after she put a stop payment in. And they've, They've basically stolen a couple hundred dollars from her because they just keep going back into her account even after, you know, she's put blocks in. She's called the bank. She's basically threatened them with fraud lawsuit at this point. But I mean, it's under a thousand bucks. So good luck. But it's ridiculous. It's 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 absolutely fucking retarded. Like I said, it's easier to just lose the credit card number, or cancel the bank account number than it is to get some of these services to quit reaching into your account. And I absolutely hate how every damn company wants to put you on auto pay it's like can we just reach into your account and take money whenever we want gee thanks and half of them don't even let you do business set up for new accounts with them unless you set up auto pay fuck you yeah uh, it's like i would like to control when money leaves my account thank you very much anyways but i'm not bitter not at all. oh sorry are you You'll own nothing and be happy. 
pleb. You gotta say it with a proper German accent. <laughs> I'm not good at that. I can't do I a correct have... German accent. I can do a bad a bad German accent. <laughs> Next article up is from Business Insider and is just sad, but I was I got a good chuckle when I was reading it earlier. It's from Business Insider. AI girlfriends will only break your heart, or, or AI girlfriends will only break your heart. Privacy experts warn. Uh, that think that a that's not I. I reloaded the page. I think they changed the headline. Um, I think it's supposed to be "Won't only break your heart." Um, there's a potentially dam- dangerous reality. Uh, okay. I had another Valentine's Day joke that I was going to use with this story, and I don't have it in front of me now. But um, I was just thinking, you know, all these people with AI girlfriends, and right now there's a third grader with 29 more Valentines than you. (laughs) Psychros, you will eat the bugs. (laughs) All right, back back to the AI girlfriend article here. Uh, There's a potentially dangerous reality looming beneath the veneer of AI romance, according to a new Valentine's Day-themed study which concluded that chatbots can be a privacy nightmare. No shit. Internet nonprofit the Mozilla Foundation took stock of the burgeoning landscape, reviewed 11 chatbots, and concluded that all were untrustworthy, falling within the worst category of products it reviews for privacy. Quote, Although they are marketed as something that will enhance your mental health and well-being, unquote, researcher Misha Rykoff wrote of romantic chatbots in the report, quote, they specialize in delivering dependency, loneliness, and toxicity, all while prying as much data from you as possible, unquote. According to its survey of the space, 73% of the apps don't share how they manage security vulnerabilities, 45% allow weak passwords, and all but one, Eva AI chatbot and soulmate, Share or sell your personal data. I mean, wow. <laughs> you know, given what people are probably telling these things. <coughs> I, I'd just like to point out that uh, so far the AI is doing nothing different a real woman wouldn't do. Taking all your money? <laughs> selling yep, all your shit? Selling you out, giving your information out to other people. Dude, if you... Get a bad relationship. Holy fuck, man. AI is not the problem here. <laughs> Somewhere over there, there's like, a dude in the lab. AI is not a, not going to fucking key your car, man. AI is not going to put burning dog shit in your front lawn. AI is not going to email your fucking boss to tell him about you being caught for child molesting or some shit. Bitches are crazy. This isn't a story. Fuck off. Somewhere um, there's a lab guy in a lab coat going, we got it as close as possible to a real woman. What do you want? <laughs> It burnt the house down. What are you building these things with lithium batteries that explode? No, this thing isn't worth an AI. Not worse than a real woman. Because um, if you piss off a real woman, there, there is no level to the depths of depravity that you can destroy your life. So, you know, go ahead, have a relationship with the bot. Um, do yourself a favor. You're not going to get an STD, but um, you may get electric burns, just saying. Uh <laughs> Hey, are you? I'm going to reconnect to TeamSpeak. The audio is going in and out again. Okay. Disconnected. Connected. Channel switched. Well, let's see if that got it. 
I mean, it, it was Cyloning bad. Is it really bad still? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it is manned. Let me disconnect and reconnect. All right. Yeah, ping's good. Packet loss is good. I don't think it's on my end. This is the thing that sucks about not having a third. <laughs> Can't nobody else to say whose whose audio is fucked. Ah, your it's not a technology show unless there's life support, life problems, right? Uh, how am I sounding now? Hey, that's clean. Okay, I'm putting it down to a Windows update last night. That's probably fair. I my machine, I I sat down at the machine the other day and I saw it had rebooted. I had left a bunch of uh, 3D printing stuff open and it was all gone. It's like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that, that's a little better. My apologies. Ah, not... But getting back to that story, um, no, go ahead, have a relationship with AI. Treat it as poorly as you want because what's the worst thing is going to happen? It leaks your email address. At least your car is going to be fine. Your house won't burn down and your bunnies won't be boiled. Jesus, boiling the bunnies. Oh, I, I've I have met the crazies. They are fun for about five minutes until your pets go missing. Wow. <laughs> That's a uh, wow. I didn't have it didn't happen to me, but um I, I know a couple of friends that uh, have had some pretty stellar relationships um that have ended very poorly. I mean house fires. Uh, burnt cars, things like that. I need to put Charlie Sheen winning back on the soundboard for that one. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, this AI panic for relationships, it's bullshit. It's just a fabricated thing. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just to generate bullshit headlines. Um, I, I would support anyone having an AI relationship. Go for it. Well. What's, what's you are you going to do? Fuck yourself up? Well, let me finish the article. They have some examples. Uh, furthermore, the privacy policy on crush on that AI states it can collect information on users' sexual health, prescription meds, and gender-affirming care, per the Mozilla Foundation. Some apps feature chatbots whose character descriptions could uh, or descriptions feature violence or underage abuse, while others warned that the bots could be unsafe or hostile. Uh, the Mozilla Foundation noted that in the past, apps had encouraged dangerous behavior, including suicide, chai.ai, and an assassination attempt of the late Queen Elizabeth uh, II, Replica. Appar oh, we did talk about the bot telling people to go kill the Queen. Yeah. <laughs> that one was funny. Uh, chai.ai and crushon.ai did not respond to Business Insider's request for comment. A representative for Replica told BI, quote, Replica has never sold user data and does not and has never supported advertising either. The only use of user data is in to, to improve conversations. An Eva AI spokesperson told BI that it was reviewing its password policies to provide better user protection, but that it works to keep malicious content or uh, meticulous control of its language models. Eva said it prohibits discussion on an array of topics, including pedophilia, suicide, zoophilia, political and religious opinions, uh, well, there's half the conversations, sexual and racial discrimination, and many more. 
For those who find the prospect of an AI romance impossible to resist, the Mozilla Foundation urges several precautions, including not saying anything you wouldn't want a colleague or family member to read, using a strong password, opting out of AI training, and limiting the app's access to other mobile features such as your location, microphone, and camera. Why would they put the camera in there? I get the microphone. It's for the... <laughs> Damn, Cycros. <laughs> anyway. No, the AI girlfriend to just get on those uh, websites that sign you up for all the mailing lists and order the gummy dicks and having you know, a glitter bomb and shit like that. I don't think they're that good just yet. Eh, I mean, when they get that good, they can start signing you up for mailing lists. Yeah, don't, don't get interested in AI girlfriends. <laughs> Fuck your life up. Just do it. Just do it. Normal freaks did, and you know, hang out on 4chan. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> uh, what do we got next? Next up is for Ars Technica. Uh, since Broadcom's 61 billion acquisition of VMware closed in November 2023, Broadcom has been charging charging ahead with major changes to the company's personnel and products. In December, Broadcom began laying off thousands of employees and stopped selling perpetual licensed versions of VMware products, pushing its customers towards a more stable and lucrative software subscriptions instead. In January, it ended its partner programs, potentially disrupting sales and services for many users of its products. And this week, Broadcom is making a change that is smaller in scale, but possibly more relevant for home users of its products. The free version of VMware where's vSphere hypervisor also known as ESXi is being discontinued this is a problem uh I'll, I'll finish the article and I'll get into it ESXi is what's known as a bare metal hypervisor lightweight software that runs directly on hardware without requiring a separate operating system layer between in between ESXi allows you to split a person a PC's physical resources, CPUs and cores, RAM, storage, networking, and so on, among multiple virtual machines. ESXi also supports pass-through for PCI, SATA, and USB accessories, and allowing guest operating systems direct access to components like graphics cards and hard drives. The free version of ESXi had limits compared to the full paid enterprise versions. It could only support up to two physical CPUs, it didn't come with any software support, and lacked automated load balancing and management features. But it was still useful for enthusiasts and home users who wanted to run multi-purpose home servers or split a system's time between Windows from one or more Linux distributions without the headaches of dual booting. It also is a useful tool for people who use the enterprise versions of eSphere Hypervisor but wanted to test software or learn its ins and outs without dealing with paid licensing. For the latter group, a 60-day trial of VMware vSphere 8 software is still available. Tinkers will still will be better off trying to migrate to an alternative product instead like Proxmox, XCPNG, or even Hyper-V built into Windows 10 and 11. So, the thing is, the free version of VMware has been a thing for 20 years. You've always been able to get a free version of VMware whether it was VMware Player or ESXi or, um, you know, they used to have VMware Server that was free. Um, and they largely did that for education because virtual machines were one of the best tools out there for learning how to do system administration. 
And ESXi was great because you could set up a couple of machines with it and then grab, you know, another machine to be a data server with, you know, throw something like, um, uh, well, hell, you could run Windows and just share the drives out, or you could run um, any kind of a Samba server or TrueNAS, or I guess it would have been FreeNAS back in the day. And, you know, set up a little network, and you could do almost enterprise-level networking virtually. You could run, you know, snapshots and try different things out. As far as running labs in schools, and this is a, another pit peeve of mine that they don't do real labs anymore. Everybody runs these little training simulator programs. Um, the free version of ESXi was fantastic. Also, a lot of businesses ran VMware, so it was also good training for you know going into business to do sysadmin work. And a lot of businesses would use a free build of the ESXi for doing their QA and testing on. So what they're doing by killing this off is severely limiting VMware's future. It looks like Broadcom is turning VMware into a subscription service because they probably plan on spinning most of it down and selling the management tools for people to use with cloud systems. I, I suspect that's what they intend to do, and they intend to get out of the whole physical data center thing. Okay. But as far as learning how to do system administration work, the free version of ESXi was invaluable back in the day. Also, it was fun uh, to learn um, some hacking tricks on because they wouldn't include all the drivers you needed for just any old hardware. <coughs> and that's when you would figure out that ESXi was running on a slimmed down version of Red Hat. And if you knew how to load Linux kernel modules, you could usually get it to load up hardware that it wasn't intended to work with, like certain um, Broadcom NICs of all things. <laughs> Considering Broadcom bottom. But, um, yeah, so this is sad, because this is going to severely impact people learning to do real data center work versus just, oh, sysadmin work is spinning up virtual machines in AWS, right? I mean, these cloud services are, are <coughs> making even sysadmin work proprietary. You won't be able to just know how to do system administration, you know, networking, operating systems, you know, switches, hardware, virtual machine management. Nope, it's going to be all cloud, in consoles, configured through JSON, and all proprietary services. So... You build your operating. If you build your environment in one cloud, good luck ever getting it out of there. Vendor lock-in will be a thing, even down yeah. to the servers. So you will own nothing. Luckily, awesome. with the Linux side of the house, you can still find you know Proxmox or build up a KVM host and do a lot of the same stuff. Um. You know, I used to say VirtualBox was good for this kind of stuff, but Oracle's gotten pretty fucky with its licensing lately, especially with Java. I know it's been going on for a few years, but uh, I just wouldn't recommend VirtualBox anymore, not because it's a bad piece of software, but because I don't trust Oracle in their licensing. So they'll come in and try to find a way to extract money from you if they see you running it in anything that looks like a business. 
Of course they do. So. <clears throat> but yeah, that made me sad. Moving on. Next article is from Tom's Hardware. This is comical. Wi-Fi jamming to knock out cameras suspected in nine Minnesota burglaries. And it begins. Because everyone's got smart cameras, so now they've figured out how to start jamming Wi-Fi to knock out the cameras. Uh Uh-huh. It begins. Awesome. A serial burglar in Edna, Minnesota, is suspected of using a Wi-Fi jammer to knock out connected security cameras before stealing and making off with the victim's prized possessions. Minnesota doesn't generally have a reputation as a hotbed for technology, so readers shouldn't be surprised to hear that reports of Wi-Fi jammers used to assist burglaries in the U.S. go back several years. <coughs> PSA, even criminals use technology. And now more catch and more are now catching on, so homeowners should think about mitigations. Etna police suspect that nine burglaries in the last six months have been undertaken with Wi-Fi jammers ensuring incriminating video evidence wasn't available for investigators. The modus operandi of the thief or thieves is thought to be something like this. Homes in affluent areas are found. Burglars carefully watch the homes. They avoid confrontations, so appear to wait until the homes are entry or empty. Seizing the opportunity of an empty home, the burglars deploy a Wi-Fi jammer. Safes, jewelry, and other high-end designer items are usually taken. A security expert interviewed by the uh, source publication KARE11 explained that the jammer simply confused wireless devices rather than blocking signals. They usually work by overloading wireless traffic so that real traffic cannot get through. Yep, that, that's usually how you do it. Yeah, there's, there's no such thing as blocking. Um, well... So it's you can't block a signal unless you get in the, the path between both the antennas, right? In that case, sure, you could hold up some aluminum foil and potentially you know block most of the RF from getting through. <coughs> but what jammers usually actually do is they flood a, an RF space with white noise. Wi-Fi jammers, at least the cheap ones, what they really are is usually something like a Raspberry Pi or an ESP32 and then a stack of radios. Right, and they just yeah. generate bullshit packets and just blast them out over Wi-Fi. Just makes so much noise on the line, so that and, and anybody who's ever lived in a crowded apartment complex and tried to run their Wi-Fi network or lived next to a school and tried to use their Wi-Fi network would likely see at least the 2.4 gigahertz side, not the five megahertz, at least not yet, but the 2.4 gigahertz side. You probably see it pretty slow even though it looks like you have a good connection and that's because all of your network cards are having to retransmit packets over and over and over again because they're not making it because you've got so much other stuff talking at the same time that it's just making a lot of noise in an old uh, non-switch network you would have called these collisions but um... I know for a fact they ain't catching this guy unless he fucks up hog Searching back through news reports concerning burglaries where Wi-Fi jammers have or may have been used uh, surfaces plenty of prior evidence of this practice. A Ring community post uh, about one of the firm's wireless doorbells missing a porch thief after being suspected of a Wi-Fi de-auth attack was posted back in January of 2020. It's also easy to find reports of burglars using Wi-Fi jamming technology over 2021, 22, and 23 with reports becoming more frequent all over time. Well, I'm just curious now, so let's just see. 
Uh, Amazon probably won't have any, so let's go to AliExpress. Let's just say Wi-Fi Jammer. Uh, Wi-Fi Bluetooth Security Frequency Sweep slash Jammer. 2.4 gigahertz, 5.8 gigahertz, 5.2, $31. So, anti-spy hidden camera signal detector. Oh, no, that's not a jammer. That's that's one of those uh, beepers when it detects your... Yeah. 20 watt, 10 watt jammer module. So the anti RF modulars modules that can actually, uh, yeah, those do the right frequency ranges. These are probably better than that little Wi Fi Bluetooth one. It's $80. Two watt hey, jammer. All this, yeah. All this guy's got to do is watch where he parks. That's the only way they're going to catch him. Because if he's watching these places to figure out when people aren't home, he's hanging around. Or. You know, run Ethernet for your cameras. Shut up. <clears throat> so, but yeah, I was just curious there. So now it's AliExpress. So if you order order a thirty dollar part, especially right now, because I think it's Chinese New Year, um, that's probably hit or miss if or when you'll get it. <laughs> but um, and before you pull a job, make sure the thing works. Yeah, really. <laughs> just a little beginner's heads up for any of you. Uh, Sticky fingered bobs out there. I'm just envisioning now a group of people coming up in front of the ring door, the ring doorbell, wearing the payday masks, and you know, <laughs> blue tacking the little jammer box with the antennas up under it. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Cycross says it wants to know more about how the resistance in Gaza keeps hijacking drones. Um, if they're commercial uh, off-the-shelf Jones, that's not that hard. They use a set number of frequencies. The in, the encoding of the systems is known. You basically jam it to get it away from the original controller and then go pick it up. At some point, missiles hit friendly targets. Eh, hope not. It'd be messy. Uh, worryingly, Wi-Fi jamming is almost a trivial activity for potential thieves in 2024. Care 11 notes that it want, it could buy jammers online for very easily and cheaply, with prices ranging from $40 to $1,000. <coughs> Man, I apologize. It's been a long day and losing my voice. Jammers are not legal to use in the U.S., but are very easy to buy online. Yes, because the person robbing the house is worried about what's legal. Yeah, what's well, legal? Fucking great writing, dipshit. Oh, Cyclist says no. They're get they're hacking military drones. I've not done enough reading on there to have an opinion on that, Cyclist. How about that? Yeah, I I don't have an opinion on that conflict or what's happening. Um, I That's I would I like to know more on that one, and I'd recommend you move along to more. Yeah, I'd like to know opinion. more about what they're doing, but I haven't looked into it. So, uh, yeah, and then they got some Pull suggestions. Pull cowards all you want, but fuck you. So, uh, moving on, this story was sent to me by RU. Let's see. And actually, Psycho sent me one of these stories. Or did I? I think the wife, I think Psycho sent me that Wi Fi jamming story. I think. He sent me something. I'm going to give him credit for that one because I might be misremembering which one he sent me. <clears throat> 
He's, oh, you sent me a video? Okay, I'll have to go back through my messages. I probably watched it and slept it since then. Um, so last article I have for tonight is from the BBC. Are you sent me this story? Put that in the show notes so I don't forget. Ransomware attack hits dozens of Romanian hospitals. Over 100 Romanian healthcare facilities have been affected by a ransomware attack, with some doctors forced to resort to pen and paper. Children and emergencies hospitals were among those hit, with other facilities going offline as a precaution. The cyber extortionist demanded 3.5 Bitcoin, worth over 130,000 euros, to unlock vital files, which they had encrypted. But Romanian cyber officials said the data had been recently backed up, reducing the impact. The attack largely unfolded overnight on Monday, according to a statement from the Romanian Ministry of Health, and targeted a widely used medical information system. The incident was under investigation by IT specialists, including cybersecurity experts from the National Cybersecurity Directorate, the ministry said. According to the DNSC, 25 hospitals were affected by the attack, starting with the Pitsy... Or... Pedesti, I don't know how to say that word, pediatric hospital. Uh, the organization said that 79 other healthcare facilities had were taken offline while investigations were carried out to determine if they had been affected. While officials had identified the type of malware used, the group responsible has yet to be identified. The ransom demand included only an email address, officials wrote. Most of the uh, targeted hospitals had recent backups of data from the affected servers, and it is expected that facilities should be able to bounce back fairly rapidly. But the impact on patients is likely to be profound, as dozens more hospitals have had to switch off internet-connected devices as a precaution. This could, in theory, affect not just booking and records, but also machines like MRI scanners. So, the thing here... uh, Sekro says he did not send me the... uh, Oh, okay. Well, you sent me something, Cycros, and I thought I used it tonight, but maybe maybe I didn't. To be fair on Morphs, there's Cycros. I think I sent him, what, eight, nine different articles this week? And, yeah, Morphs gets a lot. Well, that and... The last few weeks at work have been a little nuts. <laughs> last three weeks on Earth have been a bit much, thanks. Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So now I'm going to be going back into Netrunner. It's like, what the hell did he send me? Because <laughs> it'll bother me now that I. Stop. Let's see. AI deploys. Ah, you sent me the AI nuke story. Okay, no, I, I ended up not using that one. It was a good article, though. Uh, the article was basically that um, they were putting ChatGPT and a few other AI chatbots as war simulating. And they all were, like, immediately trying to nuke the other side for peace. <laughs> so it's like, it was a good story. But uh, the thing I thought was interesting about this um, this Romanian hospital story, they resorted to pen and paper. Well, it, was, it is a Romania, dude. I don't think they're at the uh, forefront of... of- Heck. Dude, I was at a gas um, station last weekend that their their register is down. So rather than dealing with paper receipts or letting me pay cash for a candy bar, it's like, sorry, I can't sell you anything. The register's down. Okay. I It's just like, you just got to put that stuff back. I can't sell it to you. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have much on this one more. So I was- that's all I had for that story was 
Yeah, I don't think they're at the forefront of cutting edge and going back to paper was not too hard for them. So, but I more places need to have the option of falling back on a system when the primary goes down because it's well, going to happen. So far, every bank's closing all their branches and removing ATMs. They're, they're getting rid of cash in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, we're getting getting rid of cash, going for net zero, and um, Victoria right now is still without power uh, after a small storm knocked out some power lines. Pretty much 130,000 customers without power for over a week. But uh, digital cash is going to be great. Over a week for how many power lines were knocked out? Uh, the couple of the um, we got to remember they're not doing any maintenance. Any oh, it's, uh, it must have been the high tension lines. <laughs> It was a high tension power okay, line went down. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. I was just thinking, wait, some residential lines went down and took out all of Victoria. Fuck! Who designed that? Yeah. I think it's it like, was one hundred thirty thousand. Yeah, turns out half of Australia's power just goes through that extension cord over there. Don't trip on it. <laughs> it, it fucking wouldn't surprise me, dude. The way they're destroying the network, man. They're absolutely crippling the fucking network. Well. If all of your money's digital, then, you know, they can turn it off whenever they want. Uh-huh, right. But the minute I say anything like that, now you're a fucking conspiracy theory, man. Conspiracy uh, yeah, there's some theory. truckers up in Canada who might like a word. Yeah. Agree with them or not, they had their money oh, turned dude, off. Dude, that didn't happen. What do you mean? Not, no one was locked in their fucking house, dude. Boy, you're a fucking psycho, man. Like, I've had people go, what do you mean COVID lockdowns? There wasn't any. I'm sorry, where were you two years ago? Exactly. It's because these people have no fucking memories, man. They have no idea. That's why they have no idea. What China was welding people in their houses, for God's sake. There were people was... fishing koi fish out of the decorative ponds because they couldn't leave. Yeah, but, but you're a conspiracy theorist, more. It's none of that ever fucking happened. Okay. Yo! I've probably done this for Dojo before, but I'm going to do it again because I've been playing with it and they've done some updates. Um, it's called Mesh Tastic. It is a firmware for uh, low raw radio no- nodes. Now, here's the fun part: you can get the little ESP32 boards with the, with the radio built into them for about twenty five bucks on Amazon, and with bad equipment, I've gotten about a mile and a half out of these things. And that's without tuning the radios and not using the most update boards because I had a couple of old boards I was playing with. Um, I'm wanting to see what I can do with proper equipment and tuned antennas. Uh, so I'm working on that right now. But um, as far as what Meshtastic does is it makes a mesh network. So all of your devices form a mesh and you can set up channels and they can be public. Or they can be encrypted because it works in the unlicensed radio space. And it's all of a very specific format. It's all low bandwidth. So basically text is all you can send. But, you know, these little $25 boards, which are, you know, keychain size, little antenna on them, go a mile and a half. You you could put, and I I was looking and I was talking with Suave about it because he was talking about maybe doing something with it and hooking up some sensors. And I was like, I gotta look, you gotta look and see what they support. Uh, yeah, no, turns out their modules for these things support damn near anything. 
So, uh, they, like, you can just pump serial data to it, and it'll send it over your mesh. And you can set up an encrypted channel for your own shit. So, yeah, this this looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Especially if a few more people start getting them up, so you can just start getting some wide coverage with these meshes. So, anyways, I just thought it's neat. Something worth looking into. And the, you really want to dig into the docs and the modules, because they tell you what to run. Uh, what hardware to buy? Like I said, the the little ESP32 board, like version three with a USB C port, they're like twenty five bucks. You run them off USB C or battery or whatever, and you go into the software. It's got a Python integration, so you can write your own stuff. But they've already got a bunch of modules set up, so worth looking looking at if you want to get into some of this stuff. Cool. But. That's all I've got for tonight. Of course, listen to the stream. I'm always working on it. Peer decking every Thursday. The Galaxy 15 radio site. The BBS. Are you? Closing thoughts. Uh, I don't have any TV shows. I don't have any movies. There's just, there's nothing happening, man, in the in the world of entertainment right now. So if you know of anything good, send it in. But more than likely, I've ever seen it. But that's it for me. Till next week. Your satisfaction is very important to us. Man, I'm sorry about this. I hope this doesn't ruin your day.